ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or, better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, everybody. This is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution with another edition of the Southern Fried Soccer Podcast. It is May 10th. It is a beautiful day. And on Wednesday, Atlanta United will get its first look at the newest stadium in MLS, Geodis Park, when it takes on Nashville in the fourth round of the U.S. Open Cup. The game is going to be broadcast on ESPN+. Kickoff is set for 8.03 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, I'll be there. If you're going to Nashville and you're going to be there, uh, reach out and uh, say hey. It's a beautiful city. I love going to Nashville. I'm really, really excited to see this park. I've heard from some of those who've been there that it is a fantastic venue uh, it's 30,000 seats, uh, the largest soccer-specific stadium in the United States. And it should be a good game between two teams that are playing pretty well. The big news for Atlanta United, of course, is the loss of Miles Robinson. The team would not say in its press release that he's out for the season, but he's got to be out for the season. It's at least a six-month rehab, which would put him into November, which would be the end of the season, after he suffered a ruptured Achilles tendon in his left leg in the 14th minute of last week's 4-1 win against Chicago. It's just awful for Robinson. Um, He was likely going to start for the U.S. and Qatar in the World Cup in November. I guess that's still a possibility, but I just don't know how he can get back and and be in, you know, soccer shape enough to do it, having not played for the previous six months. Uh, Robinson dominated most of the questions yesterday, rightfully. Um, here's Gonzalo Pineda talking about how tough of an injury this is to deal with. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad to, to lose someone like him. Uh, behind every injury, there's a, there's a person, there's a unique uh, part of the team. Uh, and obviously, we are sad about that. It's, uh, it's many things going on with that injury that make us very, very upset about. But uh, obviously, uh, we're with him, supporting him, and, and that's going to be, throughout this injury, is going to be the constant. What do you mean many things about yeah. the injury that you're upset about? Yeah, I mean, losing a centre-back of his calibre, okay. I mean, the, his personal aspiration to go to the World Cup, and many, many things, you know, the personal level of, you know, connection he has with the team. He was a captain at that moment, and... and you know, the love that we have for him is just is just incredible. So it's just many, many things, you know, uh, to take consideration when you talk about his injury. Pineda said that he was asked if he'd been able to talk with Miles, 
and here's what he had to say about that conversation. Sad, sad conversation. There was not too much to say. I mean, when that happened, I normally try to have some answers, some, some words of comfort for them, and I don't think there's anything I can tell Miles to make him feel better. All I can say is I'm with you, we are all with you, we all love you, and we are with you throughout this process. We, we are proud of calling this team a family, and he's one of our brother. Uh, one of our brothers and and we're going to be with him but there's nothing I can tell him it's, it's just a it's just a bad situation his injury for many different levels Atlanta United has a sports science staff and Pineda was asked a few questions about that including if there is any way to measure like uh, the elasticity of an Achilles tendon I guess is the word elasticity to see if if someone is in danger and here's what he had to say about that yeah so so yeah we do that with every injury we have in the club, we we measure everything we do, and and even when we don't have injuries, we measure many things, things that you don't even imagine. Like we measure every month how thick, how how soft is our training field. We measure the stadium, uh, we measure our loads, we measure the perception of the load of the players. We measure we measure Absolutely. everything we do, in every injury we have. Now, obviously, with this injury, we do the same process and we check even other opinions we check some of the best doctors in the in in the country we check other teams that play in similar surfaces we check for other physios we check for everything and nothing is conclusive on why this is happening but uh, we are still doing that work we are still trying to do more research and and hopefully we can have some answers but at the moment nothing is conclusive yeah, it's just uh, just a weird situation for Atlanta United. Now three players lost for the season with Achilles tendon injuries. Two happened at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, Brad Guzan and, and Robinson, and the other on the grass at the training center. It's uh, I can understand Pineda's frustration. I can understand just the, the not knowing um, why this is happening. It's just a weird situation. Alex Dijon who I think is celebrating a birthday today, was asked what the loss of Robinson means from a player's perspective. Miles has been here since the beginning. He's, they've won championships here. they won Open Cup. So if he's had experience in that on the field, obviously one of the best center backs in the league, starting center back for our, for our nation. And, you know, um, he leads by example on the field. He brings it every week. It's obviously a tough loss, but um, the guys have to get together, you know. We need to win games. We need to win trophies, and um, it's just next man up. And Dijon actually, I think, completed his NBA yesterday, according to one of Atlanta United's social media accounts, so that's pretty cool. Now, Dijon figures to be probably the starting center back on Wednesday with Alan Franco because they're the last two healthy, though George Campbell was supposed to start training today. We weren't uh, – training wasn't open to us today, so I don't know if he if he did or didn't. But here's what Alex talked about in terms of what he's going to bring to the team. Yeah, like I said, obviously Miles is a massive loss, um, and me, I know I'm more of a veteran guy, a little bit older, but I got experience on both the right side and the left side, um, good in the air, fast, good on the ball, so, um, you know, I'm just going to show up and do and do what I do. I thought Alex played well uh, when he came on for Robinson in the uh, win against Chicago. I thought he and Franco had a pretty good partnership. Um, the one thing that Atlanta United did not do well against Chicago that is going to be very, very important against Nashville uh, with Walker Zimmerman, a Lawrenceville native and reigning uh, MLS defender of the year, is 
stopping set pieces and, and defending set pieces well. The team gave up yet another goal off a set piece against Chicago. It was a secondary moment, but it was still it started with a set piece. Atlanta United cleared the first ball, but didn't win the second ball. And so they it seemed like they relaxed according to Pineda, the players relaxed just a little bit because they thought the danger was over. And no one marked Zierdin Shakiri on the left, and he got the ball, took a dribble, put in a simple cross for a simple tap in. Uh, it wouldn't be described as a set piece goal, but it is a goal that resulted from a set piece. And here's Pineda talking about that. Just what you said is the same that happened in Montreal. Uh, it wasn't just the first contact, but it was the second ball. And the, and uh, when the ball is reset outside of our top of the box, we relax a lot after that. And we said, OK, now we're OK. We passed the set piece moment. And then the second ball, the second cross is what is causing us problem. So we check that in the video. We're going to train tomorrow very hard on that again. Uh, so it's just for me, again, the concentration. We already improved. I think in terms of not allowing the first contact, we already improved on on all of that. Now is the second phase, is the second ball, how we can clear the ball better so then we can reset after that. Uh, we are working on that. And here's Dijon talking about just trying to handle Zimmerman on set pieces. I think the the one thing that we've been focusing on is, is set plays. Just It's more of an attitude than anything else, you know? Desire to win the ball, desire to, to block people, desire to win the second balls. And... Um, you know, um, we have guys that, that can easily compete in the air with him. Obviously, he's a great guy, great great scorer, um, and great in the air. But um, it's all about attitude and mentality, and we gotta we got to measure up to the intensity. All right. I'm your host, Doug Robertson. You can find me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC and on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now. We're going to come back from the break uh, with some of your mailbag questions. This is Southern Fried Soccer from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Ocean breeze. Tropical beach. An air freshener can make your car smell like paradise. A drive to Daytona Beach will actually get you there. Beach on. Plan your trip today at DaytonaBeach.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has a special offer for Atlanta United supporters and listeners to this podcast. If you subscribe today, you will not only get unlimited digital access to the AJC and the Sunday paper for $2.30 a week, but we're also throwing in a special limited edition Atlanta United and Atlanta Journal-Constitution scarf. So sign up now at subscribe.ajc.com slash utdscarf. That's subscribe.ajc.com slash utdscarf. And now we're going to open up the mailbag. Chance says, going into the match against Nashville, do you think our scoring ways will continue? Chicago was tied in fewest goals allowed, but Cisneros seemed to keep catching them off guard by a straggling defender keeping him on side. Scoring against Nashville is tough. Uh, they have you know, one of the better defend- defenders in Zimmerman, one of the better defenses in Major League Soccer. Gary Smith is a, is a very, very good coach. Um, they've allowed 10 goals this season. But you got to keep in mind that most of their games, they've only played two games at home. Most of the games have been on the road, and it's very, very hard in Major League Soccer to play on the road. Um, in their past two games at home, I think they've only given up two goals. 
I think that's right, or maybe just one goal. Um, so for Atlanta United to continue to do what it did against Chicago, it's going to have to play really, really well. I'm going to be really curious to see the lineup. I think it's going to be a strong lineup. Uh, you can see my predicted lineup whenever I post the info to know story. Um, I'm waiting on the game notes to see who's on the injury report before I do that. And you'll see my predicted starting 11. The U.S. Open Cup used to have a rule that you could only have five or six international players on a game day roster, but it looks like that rule has been rescinded. So Atlanta United can probably field as strong a lineup as Pineda wants to. Chance continues with what is the likelihood that Zimmerman and company will allow the same opportunities in Tennessee? I don't think they're going to be good. Um, and any chance I'll be cheering on the local Georgia Storm home opener here in Carrollton? <laughs> I don't know. I need, to, I need to see, Chance. That's a really good question. I really do need to go out and watch one of their games. I think it would be a lot of fun. Um, then I'll have some free time, so I can do that. Uh, Rob says, when looking at not just the injured players, but their placement on the field, it's hard not to notice how the team's spine has been decimated by this injury bug. You are right. I was thinking about that yesterday. You go up the from the gut, Guzan, Robinson, Hyman coming back from his injury last year. Abara's had injuries. Sosa's had injuries. Joseph Martinez has had injuries. It's tough to win in any sport when the center of your formation, you know, your let's say in football, your your running back, quarterback, center, nose tackle, middle linebacker, safety aren't good. Uh, same in, in basketball. If you don't have a good center, it can be hard to win. Same in NHL. Uh, so it's really, in my opinion, a credit to Pineda and to the remaining healthy players that the team has as many points as it does right now, that it's seventh in the East. Um, because it's just been one thing after another, starting way back with Jake Mulraney in the preseason and Marcelino Moreno getting stepped on the first week of preseason and having to miss the rest of training camp. Um it, it, you know, what Pineda and Rob Valentino and his staff have done that they should get credit for. I know that it's been frustrating at times this season, uh, particularly during the previous four game winless streak in which they only scored two goals. But uh, with all the injuries, it's just it's a situation that is not fun, I would imagine. Mike says the left side of the back line looked shaky after Miles went down. How does Atlanta United plan on moving forward? in the event of a long-term injury situation to Robinson. Well, the next transfer window opens in July. I have to think that Atlanta United is going to try to bring someone in, probably a veteran, uh, to replace Robinson. Again, just an awful situation for Miles. It's not only just missing out on the rest of this season, likely the World Cup, but everyone imagines that if he had played well in the World Cup, he was going to get opportunities to go to Europe. And now that is put on hold. Um, I don't think Robinson listens to this podcast, but if he does, I hope he has a speedy recovery. Um, and I just feel bad for him. Chris says, are our level of injuries greater than the average club? If so, is it fair to ask questions about the quality of our conditioning staff? <clears throat> it, 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 any question is fair, uh, as long as you know, you're not being spiteful or anything. And yeah, you can ask questions about the sports science staff, but... I don't know what they can do differently. Um, you heard Pineda talk earlier about all the stuff that they measure, all the stuff they look at. There, there's some more sound from another question later in which Pineda said they've reached out to uh, doctors and teams and leagues around the country to try to gather more information on why this might be happening. 
he said that there are theories that it's related to um, COVID back when the players couldn't really exercise or do anything. Um, but no one really knows. It's just, it's just bad luck more than anything. I think, um, I guess if it keeps happening, you have to start to wonder why, um, you know, part of me wonders, is it the footwear they're wearing? Is it the socks they're wearing? It, it could be anything. That's what's so frustrating about all of this for Pineda and the team. All right. We're going to wrap up the Southern Fried Soccer podcast. As always, hug your loved ones, communicate with your loved ones. If you see me in Nashville, please come up and say hello. If you see me out and about, please come up and say hello. This is Doug Robertson. Y'all take care. Ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com.